You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. Welcome, family, friends, fans, and foes. It's time once again for Never Sleeps Network's Talking Wrestling, and I am your host, Casey Corbin, and thank you for joining us today on the podcast. But before we get to the podcast, you know what you got to do. You got to hit us up on all those social medias. So go right now to the Twitter, at TNWPod. Give us a like, give us a follow, give us a tweet. Uh, go to the Facebook next. Facebook backslash, maybe it's forward slash, maybe it's slash McGee, I don't know. Anyways. Facebook, Talking Wrestling, T-A-L-K-N-W-R-E-S-T-L-I-N-G. Um, you want to send us an email, uh, send us a question for the big Q&A coming up very, very soon. Big Q&A episode here on Talking Wrestling. Um, send us one of those, uh, all the questions that are coming in. Send the question to talkingwrestling at gmail.com. And uh, if you get your question read on the air... Remember, we will send you something in the mail, postcard most likely, of an 80s wrestler, and maybe a little bonus something with that as well. Um, what about uh, on the Instagram? You can find us on Instagram at Talking Wrestling Podcast uh, on Instagram, and um, that is pretty much it. It's follow us on Spotify. The podcast is on Spotify as well on Apple and iTunes um, at Talking Wrestling. If you're on iTunes, rate, review, subscribe. And uh, help build the show every little bit counts. And with that said, uh, thank you for joining us on the show today. This is the 100th episode of Talking Wrestling. And with me right now is a man who, when I visualized this journey, I visualized that he would be here. Not in this, ex- not in this content. But here, regardless, and he is here right now, my roommate, my pal, uh, and, uh, you know, and and I was trying to think of a third thing, but I can't think of anything right now, but he was supposed to be, he was supposed to be on this, oh, we, there we go, sorry about that, he was supposed to be on this, on this show, and, uh, uh, you know, due to, um, uh, well, due to whatever happens, happens, he's on the show right now. So whether he skipped out 98 episodes, which is not even true, he's probably skipped out like 92 episodes, <laughs> but he is the number one guest on the show, as the writers have written in, and they've said, we need more Jeff McHenry, and Jeff McHenry is here on episode 100. So... <laughs> Thank you very much, Casey. It's good to be here. Yes, congratulations. 100 episodes, very, uh, very impressive. Yeah, I, I didn't think I'd make it 100 episodes. There were a few temper tantrums in there that <laughs> I did not think it was going to happen. I think you said on your first episode, what did you want to get 20? I think that's. What I you thought, said. yeah, I thought yeah, you were there on the first episode, and I yeah. thought if we, I got to 20, mm-hmm. you know, uh, yeah, and I would do that. But of course, uh, Alex Wood, who was also in the first episode, I wanted him here as well. But he quit watching wrestling as well as quit doing podcasts. So because back then he was doing a podcast called Alex Alex Wood Quits Everything, and he didn't get to wrestling at that point or podcasting. 
and now thus he's been he's quit both of those. There's no reason to have him on the show. So well, I haven't quit anything. Not wrestling. Not your podcast. Not heroin. Not and not being my roommate either. <laughs> That's right. You've been you've also been my roommate for a hundred episodes. That's right. I sure have. A yeah. hundred weeks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. So that is great. And uh, and and you know that means I've also had free WWE Network for over a hundred <laughs> weeks, people. Because uh, when Jeff moved in here, he brought the network. And ooh, he is so That's sweet. Right. Oh. There are four people in the world that watch uh, <laughs> the AWA on the WWE network, and Casey's one of them. Oh, Jeff came home one time, and I couldn't get it off Vern Gagne's workout. <laughs> That's you, yeah, were, you were watching that. Yeah. A workout from Vern Gagne from about 1956. Oh, I was so, 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 so upset. Sorry. Sorry, I'm having uh, technical difficulties here with the number one mic. Uh, we're gonna switch to number three, all right. So just uh, oh, we can't do that in mid mid broadcast. So we, we're just gonna bear with this, and uh, we're just gonna sort of work through these things. There we go. There we go. That's better. Sorry about that. Um, yeah. What was I saying? What were you saying? Uh, we were talking about you watching a fifty-year-old uh, workout video. Of yeah, Vern, uh, Vern Gagne doing uh, cybergenics <laughs> or something like that. It was like Verna Vernagenics. Vernogenics, <laughs> yeah, and it's like Vern Gagne doing uh, hip rubs in a in a in a doorway, you know. He's in like, a segregated school, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Gene, and you know, just these are workouts you can do at home. This is called, uh, you know, just get, lean your arm up against the wall and just hit rip your hip there, hip 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 hip. And uh, yeah, so I was working out like Vern Gagne for a bit back in the day, and uh, that's pretty good. <laughs> and uh, then I trained some wrestlers, so. Um, yeah, so then, uh, but yeah, so we, and I haven't even been home for a while. I've been down in Halifax and I've been all about, and you've been here in Toronto in all inside all the madness that is Toronto. Um, did you watch the Saudi Arabia pay-per-view? Uh, yes, yes, I did. I watched all, uh, all four hours of that. That's, uh, something in my life I'll never get back. Yeah. I didn't even know what time it turned, what time it started at. So every time I tuned in. I tuned into this Hunter Hearst Helmsley documentary, <laughs> which I watched and I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. It showed him on like the, the weekend of WrestleMania, what he was doing. And like for some reason, he just had to go hang out with Rick Rubin in yeah. the middle of the weekend. <laughs> and there was no justification for it around. But it's like, you know, in that fucking, you know, they're all smoking weed together. I'm sorry. <laughs> but Steph McMahon and Hunter Hearst Helmsley, they smoke weed. They definitely smoke weed with Rick Rubin. There's no fucking way Hunter hangs out with Lemmy and not does does no drugs. Uh-huh. There's no way. Okay, maybe for the click because that was his job to drive the click. No drugs. But come on, man. He's got to fucking smoke a joint here and there. I, I'm calling you out on it, Triple H. You know. Uh, nobody, I don't know, you might be the first wrestling podcaster to... Uh you have a list of uh, wrestlers you want to get high with. Do you remember this? Yes, I do want to have get rid of a list of wrestlers that I want to. S- just not even wrestlers, people and people, famous people in general. <laughs> famous people. I want to smoke joints with famous people in general. I want to smoke joints with certain people. Okay, and, such as. Well, well wrestling wise. Yeah, sure. Oh well, number one would be like oh, oh most. <laughs> See, number one would be like Matt Riddle. Mm-hmm. Like no no number one would be RVD obviously, mm-hmm. but 
I just think smoking weed with Matt Riddle would be so fun. <laughs> he like, bro, you know, he's like, come on, man. How could you not want to smoke weed with Matt Riddle? Mm-hmm. I wear my hat like him now. <laughs> I wear my Puma jacket like him now. Like I'm draft. Yes, you've, been, you've been walking around the house barefoot. It's been dude unsettling. I've been walking around the house barefoot, <laughs> and not only that. Ever since I got my hat, my Puma jacket, I've been wearing those, <laughs> and I do the bad riddle strut through the fucking living room. You know, like he does. If I can by the by this summer, I'll be kicking off my flip flops more often than I spit out my gum and slap it with my palm. <laughs> Which is what I do every time when I spit out my gum. Of course, Mr. And Perfect. Yeah, you have to, right? Yeah. So, um, how great was Matt Riddle's match at fucking TakeOver? It was a fantastic match, yeah. Yeah, and they keep putting him in the, what is he, first match guy now? Like, it's a couple times he's been in the first match. He's a good he's way to like, start the show. He is a great way to start the show. And, uh, man, I just love watching Matt Riddle. Bro. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I am a Matt Riddle fan. Rob Van Dam also want to smoke with joints with. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to smoke a joint with a joint with Hacksaw Jim Duggan, just because I can say, here in Canada, this won't ruin your career, and the cops won't charge you for this. <laughs> and uh, hey, I mean, if you tell the guy that's paying you, who's Ryan Denis, that uh, you know <laughs> he's not going to have any qualms with it. You know, I'd I'd love to smoke a joint with the Iron Sheik, because uh, okay. you know, and I'm going after the guys that we know that smoke joints mm-hmm. you know so um uh who else would there be um i don't know if bret hart smokes joints but hell fucking he's been through a ton i think he <laughs> deserves one and i would smoke a joint in a heartbeat with bret hart and uh who else who else would i want to smoke a joint with um do you think there's anybody that could outsmoke you outsmoke me yeah I bet you Rob Van Dam. <laughs> Rob Van Dam looks like he's stoned all the time. Yes, but like, but then again, I'm stoned all the time. You are stoned all the time. The yeah. the I would say um, also, but you don't look it though. Yeah. No, no, no. But also, well, Rob Van Dam just looks. I don't know. He just looks cool. <laughs> like he just. I remember seeing him in a fucking airport one time. I was just like, you're cool as fuck. Like I said that in my brain, thank God, because if I said it out loud, I'd be like, "That's not cool at all." Um, yeah, he'd be asking you to carry something for him through yeah. the airport. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 Jericho, I don't think smokes weed, which is too bad. Um, you know, uh, but I'd like to get drunk with Jericho. That would be the best. Uh, Kevin Nash, I'd love to smoke a joint with Kevin Nash or X Pac. Mm-hmm. I'd like to smoke joints with any of them. If I get, you know, if I get to meet any of the wrestlers and they want to smoke joints in Canada where it's legal this weekend at the Legends Convention, like, hey, if the Chalkmaster wants to fucking smoke a joint, I'm going to have a joint ready. I might come loaded with fucking PRs. Tommy Dreamer wants to go to Dreamland. I got the joint for him. I got fucking, I should pick up a bunch of fucking joints for the wrestlers and be like, you're not in the WWE now. There's no fucking drug testing. There's in, no wellness in, policy. There's no wellness policy in impact. There's no, I'm like, House of Hardcore doesn't get any more hardcore than this, <laughs> you know? And uh, fucking, you had a shitty day? Fucking come to fucking Reefer Joint City. That's right, with the mayor, RJ City, and he'll be right standing <laughs> with me. So I'm just hoping, yeah. So anyways, there's, there's a lot of wrestlers that I'd like to obviously uh, smoke joints with. So, yeah. The Rock, 
Definitely. <laughs> the Rock, yeah. He's probably he's smoked a joint in his day for sure. Yeah, probably. Yeah, you're yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anybody that's went to college, I would assume, has smoked drugs. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. You know, so you know, it's marijuana. It's not like fucking now who would you like to do crack with? Well fuck, <laughs> I don't <laughs> Jesus Christ. Mm. You know, who's good at exposing my veins? You know, or I don't even, I, that's heroin, I guess. Anyways, you know what I'm talking about. Um, anybody you'd like to have a beer with? Uh, yeah, because I'm not, I'm not a real uh, pot smoker or anything like that. I don't know. Uh, who would I like to have a have a drink with? That's a good question. Um, you wouldn't want to have you wouldn't want to have a beer with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yes, yes, definitely. Uh, that'd be. Stone Cold IPL. I would I would love to drink with Stone Cold Steve Austin because I'm not a woman. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so he, you're saying he won't you? <laughs> I'm saying we would probably have a wonderful night, yeah. and then a waitress would come around and things would take a turn. Maybe. Well, um, I don't know. Uh, no, Austin seems like a cool guy. If you're a guy, <laughs> actually, he seems cool as shit. If you're a guy. Um, who else? Uh, I hope that doesn't burn any bridges. I hope. I don't know. I look I at Stone Cold's not going to cancel on you now. I don't think so. I think Stone Cold and I have had our conversation, and we didn't record it, and that's the way it was. It was we talked about hunting. That's right. And then my friend, we took some pictures, and the pictures exist, and that was it. Later, the Undertaker would come out. So. Uh, probably uh, uh, Brett too. Yeah, Brett. Brett would be great. Yeah, because there's no bullshit with him. He's just yeah, completely the way he is. He doesn't put on airs or anything. And I've seen him in a couple of documentaries. Did you watch that 360 or five or whatever 330 days documentary? Which one is that? Uh, it's that new one. That oh was no no no. Why do you have it? Uh, I watched it on uh, here on the Apple uh, TV. Oh, it's on the Apple TV. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was it was really good, and Brett's really he's uh, people call him dry. He's actually very outgoing and and honest and and pretty funny in it. Yeah, I do. De- I do want to. I definitely want to check that out. Actually, mm-hmm. I'll probably we'll probably be watching it as well as soon as this is over, maybe. <laughs> so um, yeah, I did not even. That's the one that like don't they have even like. Billy Graham's in it. They have a ton of people, and you can t- like everyone. <laughs> you can tell uh, that it uh, it was like self funded uh, because you're watching an interview and you're like, that guy died uh, 13 years ago. Like, yeah, it literally that's how long years in the making. <laughs> 350 years in the making. <laughs> this took it. <laughs> How long did it take us to get to 100, 100 episodes? 350 years <laughs> in the making. But you have a big uh, card you're going to be part of, right? Well, I'm not a part of the card. Sorry. A part of the card. You couldn't. Sorry about that. You couldn't get a more Canadian sense. I'm not a part of the card. You're 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 not booked? I'm, I'm not booked. <laughs> well, I thought you were booked. <laughs> Terry, I'm not booked. I, I'm not booked, Terry. I can't. You want to ref Brad and me? You want to ref Brad and me? I'd, I'd rather be in the main event than breathe. Yeah, I'm there. I'm going to be out $132. <laughs> Dennis Stamp, R.I.P. Look, I want to say, like, I want to ask Brett, when you, so 
was that part okay? Did you know that Dennis Damp was going to be like okay, Brett? Your first match ever was against Dennis Damp. What were your what was your reaction to when you give the world title and you stroll into fucking Terry Funk's retirement and the guy that you had his first match ever with is the referee? What was any comments on that? He probably said, this guy's still getting booked. Okay, so it's not a good question. (laughs) Um, I'm trying to think. I'm like, I wanted these. These are the questions I want to ask Brett this weekend. I I should be warming up on you. I'm like, what do you think of the new Heart Foundation and MLW? Do you like their music? It sounds like lounge music from a hotel. (laughs) Do you, does Teddy Hart still think he can wrestle you at WrestleMania and win? Or does he want to wrestle Sean now? Uh, you know, um, but I want to ask him what he thinks of the success of the New Heart Foundation. Like, I don't, under, I can't understand why why Davy Boy Smith Jr. is not more famous. Yeah, and, maybe he doesn't want it. Maybe he's comfortable wrestling the indies and the smaller promotions. And yeah, I guess. Well, New Japan is not a small promotion. That's no. the thing. Is like, I think the indies are like. You know, your, you know, MLW is an indie. They're, you know, they don't, if you have a, if you have a decent television deal and you're signing wrestlers, you're a wrestling promotion, not necessarily an indie. I would, I don't think that's, you know, I don't think that Destiny Wrestling in town signs wrestlers to exclusive contracts. You know what I mean? No. Whereas I think Impact Wrestling or well a lot of these wrestlers will share with new japan and share each other like i think if you're some of the aew people you know um i wonder if they're still going to be able to wrestle where they were wrestling from like i wonder if the super smash brothers are going to be gone from toronto from good or if now that they're in aew they have a new tag team title name as well i just can't remember what it is Mm. how good is this wrestling fucking podcast <laughs> is anybody here coming? Don't come here for your fucking news, all right? We're just talking wrestling. You fucking if you want the news, go to Huey Lewis's podcast. <laughs> Fuck. Did you just pull up the Apple TV? What happened? Here? I I put I pushed it uh by accident. Oh, well, I'm, I'm sorry. It was just well, I was we, trying to find Huey Lewis's podcast. Well, you got we, me all excited. We have not really talked online or on show since uh, Double or Nothing. And you went all in and got StarCast again. Oh, yeah. And uh, so, what were your feelings about StarCast? <laughs> From the previous StarCast, how have they improved and what have they not improved in? Uh, they still have uh, they still have audio issues. Uh, <laughs> still quite a few audio issues, yeah. Um, at least they didn't book every wrestler in the world this time. At least it wasn't like... The first one was like two stages, uh, like yeah. every day, and they'd have like fifteen people. Um, this time, eh, we, this time there were there were episodes. There were like there were there were things that I really wanted to see. Yeah, I enjoyed the Arn uh, the Arn panel. It was great. Yeah, except Arn doesn't know how to work a microphone. <laughs> yes, he it's did. Like, it's like Arn, closer to your face. Pretend they're scissors. <laughs> Uh, what else? Did he talk about the scissors incident? No, I don't think he did. Nobody's want us really wants to bring that up, right? No, no. 
I guess Fuck. not. Ricky Steamboat talked about it at breakfast and, one time. Until I told you, you about uh, until you meet him. Hey, oh fuck! I'm not bringing it up. No, no fucking way, bud. No fucking way. What, no what fucking I, way, what bud. I, what about after you get high with them? If they want to get high, <laughs> no. Obviously, when I meet Tully Blanchard, I want to talk to him. I was gonna be like, remember um, about finding the Lord and Christianity? No, I want to talk about. Do you remember? Do you, I want to say number one? Why aren't there more slingshot suplexes used in wrestling? Okay. Because that was one of his finishers. Mm-hmm. Number two, um, when you were battling Magnum TA in the best of seven series for the U.S. title, did you also know that your daughter would be on the line? <laughs> and then I'd like to talk about how great Tessa Blanchard is because I think, you know, I, look at, I'm, well, here, here's a heat meter, but guess what? Tessa Blanchard is way fucking better than Becky Lynch. I'll say that right now, and I'll say it to her face. I'll say it to Becky Lynch's face, and eventually Tessa Blanchard will come to the WWE, and that'll be a dream match, as well as uh, Tessa and Charlotte. Uh, I think Tessa Blanchard is one of the, the best wrestlers in wrestling today. Yeah, she is. Not even female wrestling, just wrestling, because uh, I watch her in intergender matches against fucking Brian Cage, which this should not even be a thing. Mm-hmm. But yet, they put on a great performance together. And uh, Tessa Blanchard, I love. So, you know, just like, I just think it's fantastic. And he must be uh, he must be really proud. And uh, also, what is their favorite meal at Applebee's? <laughs> they can order separately since they're sitting at separate tables. <laughs> uh, now, you had a... Uh comment you were going to make about Goldberg that made me laugh. Oh my! Hard. We were watching the Goldberg Undertaker match, and well, John Oliver is going on about concussions and stuff like that in the WWE, and how Vince McMahon is responsible for them. And I was like, oh, so Goldberg concussed himself in his match in Saudi Arabia, but it wasn't because he wrestled the Undertaker; it's because he fucking headbutted a locker twenty times <laughs> before he went out to the ring. Because the guy thinks he's still fucking jacked up on roids in Georgia University in college. <laughs> fucking first team offense. <laughs> fucking seat at the table. <laughs> he's Latner from the program. Like, he's just a fucking, like, he comes out with a fucking, like, at first I thought I was going to, oh, I was, at first I thought it was, you know, um, oh, I don't even know what to, you know, I, I thought he was, pretending to be Indian or something like that, trying to get heat from the Saudis, <laughs> you know, but it wasn't. It was a blood scar from him. So, you know, and it's, there's there's a rule, old rule on wrestling. If you get, if you get red, you get green. And that means blood sells in any fucking match. This is the only match where blood could not fucking save it. Yeah, That's how was, shitty that was. Yeah, it was a bad match. They, yeah, they never should have let them wrestle in the first place. They're, yeah, two 50-year-old guys that need guys that can be small and bump around and get a good match out of them. Like, yeah, they didn't need... Yeah, they didn't... <laughs> both not, those guys didn't need another 50-year-old guy in the ring. Which but. is which is another, another exact testament onto how good of a wrestler Brock Lesnar is. Because Goldberg's matches with Brock Lesnar... Yeah, they were fantastic. They were fantastic. 
and the Undertaker's wrestlers with Brock Lesnar. It was a fucking shit show. <laughs> so what's the difference in these matches? Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar is... Yeah, nobody realizes how good Brock Lesnar is, a, is as a wrestler. I, I don't think the fans realize how great he is at selling, how great he is as a performer, and how great he... Like, they, I agree. He's underrated. He's underrated. He's he's one of the greatest of all time, as far as I'm concerned. Yes. And like you hate him because you fucking hate him, and people hate him. You know, and he's just so great. Like he looks like such a monster. Like when he smiles, and you can count all of his teeth individually, all three hundred and twenty six <laughs> of them. Like how many teeth does that guy have in his head? But um. Not meeting Brock, I would like to have a beer with Brock. I'd be, but I would never be able to approach him. Like in my imagination, when I've dreamed up the scenario, mm -hmm. I'm playing a show in Swift Current. <laughs> it's a hockey fundraiser, and Brock's kids are in the hockey league, so they're they're getting the fundraiser. Okay, so now just again, this isn't you spitballing. This is something that you've pictured in my well head. passed out in your computer chair. At about not, no, not passed out. <laughs> We're not passed out. We're talking full on daydreaming. <laughs> I daydream this shit, man. I daydream it. There's a reason why I met all my fucking favorite people in the world because I daydream it and it happens. <laughs> now, in the way the daydream goes, <clears throat> if I may continue. Okay, go on. I'm having a show and I'm having a good show with Swift Current because I'm Swift Current. Okay, so right away you're daydreaming. Well, it's not a daydream that I can go play a Swift Current. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, <laughs> That's a fucking reality. Yeah, but it's a dream, though, that you're killing in Swift Current. Well, I am. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, how many comics have killed in Swift Current? Well, I, I, how many comics have Graham James molested in Swift Current? <laughs> Graham James, uh, Google up Graham James and Swift Current and hockey players. If you want to see how many kids got pinned for the one, two, three, um, the one, two, flurry. So the um, that's just okay. So let's go back. Let's get back, please. I'm in Swift Current. It's a hockey fundraiser. Uh -huh. Brock's kids play hockey. They're there for the fundraiser, but Brock's in the back. Nobody knows it's coming. He's coming. He comes in later. So does Rena. Whatever. And then after the show, I'm funny, and I'm selling my merch and thing, and Brock walks up to me, and he says, hey, that's a real funny show. And I was like, oh, my God. I was, I was like, oh, I'm, thank you. I'm, I'm a huge fan. And then he's like, oh, no, I thought you'd just be a normal guy. And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm a well, – wait, what am I a fan of, UFC or WWE? What do you think? And he's like, probably WWE. I'm like, oh, you're fucking right. I'm WWE. So then we go to the bar, and then we just have a beer together. We just fucking – Talk show business, talk travel and like the road and how tough it is and, you know, the grind. And, uh, and then we go, you know, we also talk hunting. We talk hunting because mm -hmm. I hunt and he hunts and we talk fucking hunting. We talk hunting elk, hunting deer, maybe some moose. I say, you want to come up to my cottage, hunt moose? I, I invited um, Santino Morella to my cottage to hunt next year. <laughs> <laughs> He's Métis. He doesn't even need a card. He's uh, got an, uh, he's got Indian. If you're an Indian in Canada, you can hunt for free at any time and just shoot whatever you want because you're native and you're allowed. This so, is amazing the life the life you live. I'm in my room 
Yeah. Uh, what? I don't know. A hundred feet away from you. Yes. Looking up tuberculosis because I coughed once during the day. Meanwhile, you're in your room having a beer at a bar with Brock Lesnar at 3.30 in the afternoon. Isn't it great? <laughs> Isn't it great? You have to you have to see it to believe it, to achieve it, to believe it. It's the secret. I know you don't believe in the secret, but the so Brock Lesnar, that's my Brock Lesnar beer story. I have thought about it. And you're like, why Swift Current? I'm like, well he lives in between he lives south of Regina mm-hmm. but in between Regina and Swift Current. Mm-hmm. Now that's like, well fuck, that's a lot of fucking area. But um <laughs> I will yeah, say because if you were drinking at a bar with Brock Lesnar in Calgary, that would just be far fetched. No, 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 because I listened to Brock Lesnar <laughs> on Stone Cold Steve Austin's podcast, and Brock said he was watching a guy play country music at a bar. Mm-hmm. And where was that bar? Swift Current. <laughs> That's the bar, and this is what Brock does when he's at home. This is Brock at home. Mm-hmm. So Brock went to a bar, have a few Coors Lights. Saw a country guy, liked him, and bought a CD, and he's name-dropped him on Steve Austin's show. So that, to me, tells him he goes out yes. on occasion. Colter Wall is fantastic. You know the story? Uh-huh. Well, I know I, I know the story, and I know the, the singer. Yeah. Well, why are you questioning why Brock would be in Swift Current then? <laughs> you know damn well why Brock's in Swift Current, because he fucking hangs out in Swift Current. <laughs> it's not even a Swift. There's no current when Brock's there. <laughs> Brock's too fucking strong for any current. <laughs> it's fucking when Brock's there, it's current affair. <laughs> um, that was I don't even know what that was. So so, anyways, uh, but Brock, yeah, but Brock is awesome. Final 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 answer. <laughs> um, now what about this show you have this weekend? Am I hosting your show for you? You're doing a good job. <laughs> You told me you couldn't do it. Then now you see the potential. That's right. Yeah. I'm in full time. It yeah, just yeah. took me 100 episodes. Hey, if Jerry D can do Family Feud, you could fucking <laughs> handle talking wrestling for one episode. The <laughs> the Legends Convention. The Legends Convention from 10 till 4. 10 till 4 a.m. We will be in the Legends Convention. Drop by the Talking Wrestling booth. We will have raffles. For uh, a Neidhart package, which will get you uh, an autograph from Natty Neidhart, picture autograph from Natty, a picture autograph from her father, Jim Anvil Neidhart, the late great Anvil, and uh, and a t-shirt autograph from Two Paws. Yeah, Two Paws is in on the package. So basically, you uh, for $5, you get three tickets and another raffle. Also, we'll be doing another raffle for a, uh, a, a, a Mick Foley autographed uh hockey card with uh four buttons retro buttons and uh that will be that will be raffled off as well and what happens there is um you just have to show us that uh you will subscribe to our show and um and a couple of our social media outlets and if you do that uh the more things you subscribe and sign up to and follow us on uh the more ballots you get for the box that's how that works and uh, we'll have a little promo video. We'll uh, tell you all about our product, which is Talking Wrestling Podcast. And hopefully, uh, we'll also be recording live from the uh, from from the, the booth. And hopefully, um, some of the wrestlers that we've had on our show, uh, I'm sending them invites to come and join us in the booth. And hopefully, 
you know, something happens at the booth. Maybe RJ City drops in or Tommy Dreamer might drop by or, you know, who who else? Uh, Tyson Dukes or, um, you know, Jimmy Corderas or Nug. Uh, Nug Naragag is there from uh, from uh, Sportsnet's um, Aftermath. Uh there are numerous people that have been on the show before that are a part of the card. And, uh, you know, if they get, uh, if they get, to, if I get them in the booth or I get to talk to them, that'll be great as well as I'll be chasing down comments from some of the legends, asking them questions. One question with talking wrestling, see if I can do it, you know, as I meet them. So, you know, if we can talk with, uh, Kevin Nash or well, Kevin Nash isn't there, it'll be tough. <laughs> It'd be real tough if we could talk with Kevin Nash, but here's here's who we can talk. Here's who we're gonna try to get uh, comments from. Uh, we're gonna try to get comments from Bret Hart. We're gonna okay, try to get. Was, sorry to interrupt. Okay, so this is in conjunction with uh, Chinook Wrestling, right? They're doing a card this weekend. No, it's not Chinook Wrestling, you idiot. It's Chinlock. Wrestling. Oh, it's Chinlock. You keep calling it Chinook. I have not called it Chinook in ages. Call- <laughs> Don't bring my dyslexia into this. <laughs> It's you, chin lock wrestling. Oh, you, you, you don't even start. It's chin lock wrestling and uh, chin lock five. Here's the rundown of the Legends Convention. Yeah, you host this fucking thing for Christ's <laughs> sake. The Legends Convention. We got Hornswoggle. We got uh, Mark Henry, the world's strongest man. We got Typhoon, or maybe is it Tugboat, or maybe is it the Shockmaster? <laughs> uh, Tommy Dreamer is also there. Along with the uh, badass Billy Gunn. He's an ass man. Boom, boom. He's in the Hall of Fame. Boom, boom. Uh, that was uh, wicked. Um, Jimmy Hart. The Brain Busters. Bret Hart. Jimmy Corderas. Um, but here's the card. The card. So that's the Legends Convention. Goes 10 to 4. The card itself is stellar, Jeff. Listen to these matches. Okay. Um... We have a couple uh, uh, local matches, like uh, C.J. Felony, uh, who's been on the show. He is, uh, he's got a grudge match with local television personality, Bill Wachiska, formerly of Much Music. And uh, they've got a match going on, so that'll be interesting. Uh, not only that, then there's a great match. Um, let's see. Uh, Chinlock uh, versus Smash, a singles match. Sebastian Suave versus Ray St. Jean. Uh, so that'll be great. Hornswoggle has been stirring up some shit, and RJ City is not having any of it. This will be a very entertaining match between RJ City and Hornswoggle. <laughs> Your catches catch can classic. It, it'll be good, and uh, there'll probably be some uh, some show tunes from <laughs> RJ City who. You, RJ City can make any match entertaining. This one will be no doubt about it. There's a 25-person over-the-top battle royal, which uh, is stacked with uh, with talent. Uh, then we get into the heavier matches. House of Hardcore versus Smash Wrestling tag team match. You got uh, Tyson Dukes and Tarek, two of the pillars of Smash Wrestling, against uh, Tommy Dreamer and Billy Gunn. And in the corner of Billy Gunn and Tommy Dreamer, Spenny will be there. Oh. I don't know if you know this, but Spenny has been on the show. So has Tommy Dreamer. So has Tyson Dukes. Three of the competitors in the match have been on my show. My goodness. Tyson Dukes and Spenny have history. Do they? 
back in the Kenny and Spenny days, there was a Kenny and Spenny episode where, where they did wrestling. Who would be the better wrestler? And uh, Spenny went to train and went to train with Tyson Dukes and then actually had a match with Tyson Dukes. And now, here they are many years later, and they're opposite corners from each other. Hmm. I should have filled in that empty space while you were drinking water there. I was I was about to say, <laughs> great job on filling in me drinking water, Jeff, as I start to dry up with my throat. You're like, you're watching me drink the water as we're recording this, and you're like, hmm. <laughs> I'm like, fuck. I know you didn't want a host, but fuck, can you fill in a fucking... This is, this is, it reminds me of, there was a guy back when he were in amateur comedy days. He used to take his drink of water at the same point, but like, because one time he got an applause break, and then he repeated that. Sure. And he got an applause. So then he's like, to cue it this up. is my yeah. applause break. Mm-hmm. This is where I drink my water, because yeah. that's what the good guys do. Yeah. Yeah. No, even when he didn't get an applause break, he would still take that drink of water <laughs> and like take it and like look like he was getting an applause break. <laughs> And that man's name was Casey Corbin. Mm-mm. It was Martin Barkley. <laughs> oh. Martin Barkley. Yeah, I think wow. that was his name. Um, we got a uh, Fatal 4-Way. Fatal 4-Way. Uh, Fatal 4-Way coming up here. And uh, Chinlock Heavyweight Championship between Jesse Mack, the Chinlock Champion, Madison Rain. From uh, Impact, uh, you might know her from Impact. Beautiful B and Addy Star, and then the main event is uh, f- is ref by Jim Corderas, and is for the House of Hardcore Championship, and it's Willie Mack uh, who has the champion, and the challenger is who I have said time and time again is one of the top heels in wrestling, and I said he's everything that Dean Ambrose wish he could be. But now I, I take that back because we're going to see what Dean Ambrose could wish he could be as John Moxley. I'm excited to see what John Moxley's going to do. Yeah, it'll be interesting to yeah have him not do written promos and. Did you watch his any of his match uh, from Impact? I mean, I'm not from Impact from Dominion. No, no, I didn't watch that yet. No. No, I. I did you watch any of uh, Jericho versus Okada? No, I didn't watch. I didn't watch any of the Dominion. Card. I watched. Okay, I watched the ending of of Okada. I I know Jericho loses, mm-hmm. but after the match, it's just he's such a heel and he's so great over there. And his uh, he beats up Okada so bad that Okada can't do his little press conference afterwards. But Jericho does it, and Jericho goes, "Maybe I want to enter the G one. What's maybe I want to be in the G one. Maybe I want to be in the." Chris, Chris uh, G. Wanico. Maybe I want to be that next. You don't know what I'm going to do next. Like his promo was so fucking great. Oh, absolutely loved it. But in the main event, Willie Mack, champion versus Sammy Callahan. Okay. That is a huge main event, and that is a fantastic card. And um, yeah, I like Sammy Callahan. I, I love uh, Sammy Callahan. Really good. Yeah. And then. We don't even know what legends are sticking around. Obviously, we know that um, Hornswoggle will be sticking around. 
and Tommy and Badass Billy Gunn will be sticking around. Um, but will Mark Henry be sticking around? Will Bret Hart be sticking around? You know, will who will be sticking around out of all these people? So, um, what question would you ask Mark Henry? Maybe to recite a poem for us? <laughs> you fear to burn when you cry. <laughs> Tears sting your eyes. You feel to burn when you cry. I'm a big man and make me cry. <laughs> Owen Hart has gone and died. You feel the burn when you cry. <laughs> oh, someone give that man a hand. Um, <laughs> the, so we all know what I'm going to ask Tully and Aaron. Jimmy Hart, I've already talked about this, I'm sure. Jimmy Hart has managed three of my favorite, favorite talents of all time, being Hulk Hogan, Brett the Hitman Hart, and the Mountie. And, well, I've, I'm i not forgetting the Mountie. <laughs> I'm just not including the Mountie because Kevin Owens says Jacques Rougeau is a fucking dick. So I'm only a Raymond Rougeau fan now. And um, Nasty Boy Sags. That's your third favorite. <laughs> Nasty Boy Sags. I got offered to open for Knobs, <laughs> and I turned it down. I was like, no, no. You didn't tell me this. I didn't tell you that. No. I got offered to, offer to, to open up for knobs at Absolute Comedy in the daytime at a daytime show for Hannibal TV. <laughs> I'm like, no, not interested. And last time I looked, he, he fucking sold two tickets. I don't even know. I think say maybe seven people went. So yeah, yeah. Well, that's seven more than I thought would go. <laughs> like fucking, what's knobs gonna do? Tell us about when how great Hogan knows best was when he was. <laughs> When he was babysitting the fucking Hulkster's kids. Um, I want to ask Mark Henry about... Uh, I personally, I want to thank him for what he did say about Owen in his Hall of Fame induction. Mm-hmm. He didn't have to say that. But you know what? Like, oh, I want Owen to be in the Hall of Fame just as much as Mark Henry does, obviously. Yeah, and, we all want him in there. And we all want him in there. And the fact that he took that chance and that moment... To make a plea to Owen's wife, who who fucking she probably doesn't even know that he did that, you know, and uh, but it was a beautiful moment, and I I want to thank him for that. So that's what my conversation will be with him. Hope I hopefully we both don't start to fucking ball, because um, I'm sensitive too. Hornswoggle, uh, he these days he looks like a mini AJ Styles, <laughs> and uh, I don't think I know. I don't even have a like. Do you get offended by the term midget wrestling? Should I say that? Is that is midget offensive? Is midget wrestling an offensive term? Little man wrestling? What do we call it? Little? I don't know. It was always midget wrestling, but I, I, I don't know. He just thinks of himself as a wrestler, though. Yeah. Why isn't he in two hundred five live? <laughs> is is it height racket? Is it a height thing? I'm I'm not sure. Well, there's my question for Hornswoggle. Um, Jimmy Hart, uh, I just want to know if he would, would Andy Kaufman be jealous or envious of the Honky Tonk Man's uh, wrestling character? Oh, because it was based on Elvis. And And he was a bad guy, and those are Andy's two of his favorite things. Yeah, he loved Elvis, and he was a bad guy wrestling. I see. Okay. But Jimmy Hart would know that, I think, because... Um, Jimmy knows Andy from mm-hmm. managing him in, in Memphis. Why don't you ask why he's not in the Hall of Fame? He should be. Well, I, that's a question for, well, that's, I, yes, I've, 
I I I tweet I tweet this every year. <laughs> it's like my friend tweets demolition for Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. and every year I fucking say why isn't Andy? And I tweeted Jerry, mm-hmm. but I think I don't know why. But like there certain, must be something with the estate or something. There are certain things where you know, like why isn't Cindy Lauper in the Hall of Fame? Yeah, what the fuck? Without Cindy Lauper, there's no Hulkamania. There's no rock and wrestling. There's no MTV. You put Wendy Richter in before Cindy. Like, where the fuck is Cindy Lauper? And where the fuck is Andy Kaufman? I agree. And where the fuck is the WWE Hall of Fame? <laughs> <laughs> it's in Vince's mind. Didn't you have a drink with Brock Lesnar there one time? No. <laughs> it's in someone's imagination. <laughs> Um, it's going to be a great weekend, Jeff, and, uh, I hope, uh, yeah, I hope things go great, and I hope next week, um, you know, we're going to be back, maybe, well, I'll be back, and, uh, hopefully there'll be, I'll be back with a whole bunch of stories, um, uh, from Chinlock 5, so, uh, Chinlock 5, if you haven't, if you're in the Kingston area, Kingston, Ontario, if you're from Syracuse, or if you're from Cornwall, or if you're from Ottawa, or anywhere in the Ottawa Valley, or Belleville, or even Oshawa, even in Toronto, if you're in two-hour radius, get to Chinlock 5 at the Leon Center. It's going to be the best wrestling card Kingston has seen in a long, long time. And it all goes to charity. Everything goes to youth diversion. It all goes to the kids. Every money you, every little bit of money you spend, chances are it's going to charity. That hot dog that you bought at the concession, probably going to Leon's. But everything else, Leon's gave the building to the charity. This is an exciting thing. And uh, I'm excited to be a part of it. And uh, I know Jan Murphy's excited. He, he must be getting nervous by now. Uh, the days are counting down. And uh, Chinlock 5 is coming up this Saturday, June 15th in Kingston, Ontario. Let all my friends out of the pen because I'm coming to town to play. Jesse Ventura said that once in a Kingston promo. Um, There's nobody (laughs) left in the pen. They've let them all out. Um, That's a great promo. What's that? I said that's a great promo. Oh well, yeah, he's like, you tell all my friends in the pen that Jesse's <laughs> let him out because Jesse's coming to play. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it's great. And uh, yeah, thank. Hey, this is a hundred episodes. Uh, I don't know if we're gonna get to a hundred more, but uh, oh, don't say that. You didn't think you were getting to twenty. I don't know if we're getting to one hundred and twenty. <laughs> <laughs> if we get to 200 we'll talk about this moment and say no fucking way um but until then uh thank let us put, thank you for letting us put a, a headlock on your ears and uh thanks for joining um well hold on a second i can't jeff do you have a favorite moment or issue of uh, the podcast uh that you were that uh, or an episode or anything uh, in the hundred over the last hundred hundred uh, issues. 
Uh, I love doing the uh, first one with me, you, and Alex. I thought that was a great episode. That was a great way to kick it off. There was another really funny one where you were struggling to look for uh, information, and I just called you out on it and left you to kind of drown, <laughs> much like you did when you were taking a drink, drink there. Tonight? Yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> and that's the kind of chemistry we would have had if we would have stayed together. Uh, we had the chemistry of fucking... Like, what's a t- we had the chemistry of what's a tag team that should have been great but just wasn't great? Like, you thought they would mix so well, but they were just like terrible. Caden uh, Murdoch, or <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna be, I was gonna say, like, um, yeah, who were fucking terrible? I actually, I can't even think, I don't even know. Um, oh, you know, no, no. See, you'd think like Power and Glory were terrible, but they were actually good. Hmm? Oh, how about the Allied Forces? <laughs> yeah, that's a good. Like, that's a good choice. You thought you thought that that would be a good tag team. It's got to be good. Like okay. Bulldog's a great tag wrestler. Yeah, and Lex Luger is Lex Luger, and that was the problem. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, oh, fucking Allied Forces. Oh my God. Oh boy. Don't let her die. Um. <laughs> That's what I think of when I think of Lex Luger now. Is thanks to <laughs> I almost chipped my tooth on that. <laughs> my, my mic went right into my mouth. Fucking um, <laughs> now, Jeff's got to make Foley smile because of uh, a bad joke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. In your wrap up of your show, you did a Miss Elizabeth dying joke. Is what you did. I did a nine one one joke. <laughs> it was a nine one one joke. For the people that wanted the four one one on the nine one one, I gave the nine one one on the four one one. For people that wanted the four one one on the nine one one, I gave the nine one one on the one on the one one zero. For the people that wanted the four one one on the nine one one, I gave the nine one one on the one zero zero. I've been Jeff McHenry. It's been wonderful being on the show. Thank you very much for your time. Uh, Casey's going to keep reciting numbers for some reason. No, you get it. <laughs> for the for the nine one for the four one one for the information. On the 911. We'll Get- see you next week on Talking <laughs> Wrestling, everyone. We'll- <laughs> yeah. Oh, thanks, Jeff. Hey, I remember the headlock on your ears part. And remember <laughs> to uh, hit us up on all social medias. And uh, as Jeff McHenry says, uh, thanks for joining us. A hundred, a hundred years has been a long time. And uh, <laughs> we were, we were ahead by a century. And that's the point of getting it here. How appropriate we end on the hip as we're going to Kingston this weekend to watch this great card. Life is great. Thanks for joining us on the show. Never Sleeps Networks, talking wrestling. Jeff McHenry, Case Corbin. We got two words for you. One hundred. <laughs> Suck it. Thanks, guys. Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com. Never Sleeps Network.